You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So thank you for joining us. And if you've missed any of our great conversations we've had, you can always check them out on our podcast section on realpresenceradio.com or download the free app, Real Presence Radio. That's pretty straightforward. I know. We try to make it simple for you to find. (laughs) Amen. Got to make it easy. So get that app, download it. We've got a lot of great stuff on there. Um, moving right along, I'm kind of excited to talk to our next guest, Lynn Varco. Yes. Good morning, Lynn. How are you? Good morning. How are you both doing? Doing Good. well. So we have you on to talk about Catholics at the Capitol. And this year, I actually get to go to Catholics at the Capitol, so I'm really excited about it. Uh, so tell the listeners a little bit about what it is. Sure. Thank you. So Catholics at the Capitol is going to be held on April 15th at the Cathedral in St. Paul, and it's sponsored by the Minnesota Catholic Conference. So greetings this morning uh, to all your listeners from the Catholic Conference. We are the policy and legislative voice of the state's bishops and the Catholic Church here in Minnesota. Our mission is to advocate for policies that uphold life, dignity, and the common good in Minnesota. So this conference is a chance for Catholics to come together to do exactly that. Uh, we'll be formed in uh, teachings of the Church, and then we'll, yeah, we'll inform our uh, people there about how to apply those teachings, and then we'll go into the community to transform um, uh, the local community and the wider state. So this is an so, all this is an all-day event then, Lynn? It is. It uh, begins at 7.30 with registration. We're going to have an 8 a.m. mass, and then the program unfolds uh, throughout the day and ends uh, at 3.30. So then with the program, what what can people expect out of the program? For sure. So the program is going to have um, several key uh, speakers, including Archbishop Gomez, currently the president of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops uh, in, uh, from Los Angeles, and then a wonderful uh, pro-life, international pro-life advocate, uh, Obianaju Ikocha. Uh, Uju is the foundress of the Culture of Life Africa and has worked with uh, lawmakers and political influencers across the globe on issues concerning African women's health, youth, uh, families, health care, and uh, education and culture. Uh, Archbishop Gomez, uh, very well known as well, has written a great book uh, on immigration and the next America, Renewing the Soul of Our Nation. So looking very forward to both of those speakers. This will be a time for people to be educated on advocacy, educated on some of the key public policy issues that we are advocating for at the Capitol, uh, and then to meet with legislators uh, the following day uh, virtually. Well, and I think it's so vital that we're being educated um, on all of these topics because if you take someone like me, it's kind of intimidating when you start talking about heading and talking to legislators 
It's like, where do you even begin? I'm not the type of person that would even consider doing that. So who is this for? Yeah, it's really for everyone. So it can be Catholics that have very little experience in public policy but are interested in the issues to people who have had a lot of experience. In fact, we really like that mix. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that uh, it can take very few people reaching out to legislators uh, to make a difference. And so in the case of this conference, we're going to be doing meetings with all 67 districts in Minnesota. And if you register for the event at catholicsatthecapital.org, you'll automatically be um, registered to uh, be participate in those legislative meetings. So are those um, set up beforehand? They are. They're set up beforehand by key leaders in each district, and uh, those leaders are briefed on the specific policy issues that we'll be discussing, which will then be shared with everyone else in those meetings. Uh, The meetings this year are virtual because it's not possible to do in-person meetings with legislators because of the pandemic, but we are making provisions for that, and the meetings will all be done uh, primarily by Zoom. So people will just be at home or wherever they might be and can participate for these meetings. And the meetings are short, too. They're only about 15 minutes each. So you'll have a meeting with your senator, your state senator, and then uh, two meetings with your representatives. So it's really a very short uh, time commitment after the big event on April 15th. So when you, um, in the past, how have the representatives responded to days like this? Have you heard any feedback from those um, senators and legislators? They've responded really well. This is our third event. We started the event in 2017, and we do it every two years. And so when you have over 1,000 Catholics uh, descending on the Capitol, this year we'll be doing that virtually, like I said a moment ago. It makes a real impact, and people listen. And even for those legislators where there might be policy differences, we really are trying to change hearts and minds as much as we're trying to change laws. Politics isn't simply about divisive partisan bickering, although maybe that's what it appears like in TV news and other forums. But the Minnesota Catholic Conference has a special calling um, to bridge that partisan divide and advocate on behalf of principles of dignity and the common good, which don't easily fit into partisan boxes. And so I think legislators find that refreshing and find it uplifting and a chance to maybe reach out and think differently um, about an issue. And so what is the focus this year going to be, Lynn? You mentioned um, the speakers like Archbishop Gomez and immigration and um, pro-life from others. What will be the other specific do you from from time to time, conference to conference? Do you focus on different issues or is it always the same? Yeah, we do. We, we, we focus in general on some of those principles I outlined. This year's theme is on mission for life and dignity. So specifically, we're going to be talking about various issues related to that. So, for example, we're going to be educating Catholics about why we oppose the legalization of recreational marijuana. We're going to be talking about issues that impact life, such as um, opposing physician-assisted suicide, and also about helping our neighbors. So we're going to be talking about um, uh, driver's licenses for immigrants and making sure that they have a safe way to get to church, school, um, hospital, and work. 
uh, just like all of us, all of us other residents here in Minnesota. Well, I find it very interesting, and I think it's a fantastic um, idea to go and descend upon the capital, especially in Minnesota, because it, it is such a divided state. Can you talk That's about right. the dynamics of the state a little bit? Yeah, we, I think, are a real bellwether state in many ways. Uh, some people say we're a purple state, meaning we're not exactly red or blue. And I think that uh, has some real benefits. I think that public policy questions get discussed with a kind of openness and seriousness that maybe in other states where there is that more of a rigid divide, that doesn't happen. And so for us, for Catholics, it's a real opportunity to enter into the public square where maybe the message uh, that we get from the secular world is, is not necessarily as friendly to that, saying, well, we don't want you to bring in new faith. But I think in Minnesota, that's very much a welcome um, idea and a welcome part of the mm-hmm. conversation. And so Catholics have a really distinctive voice to bring, because as I said a moment ago, the issues that we support don't neatly fit into one political party or another. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what we try to bring out at the conference. Give people the tools to think about these issues, a, a moral framework to think about them, not necessarily specific answers to every single political or policy question under the sun. Uh, the first day, sort of the, the, the day of speakers and so on, is, is that, um, you just kind of, I think, spoke to this maybe, is it about equipping the the Catholics who participate with the ideas and maybe uh, the the tools, if you will, on how to engage elected representatives, but others as well, in these issues? Is that kind of the goal that you're after for the first day? That's exactly right. So the first day really is a day to um, learn about our policy issues that we are um, advocating for at the Capitol, to hear from the speakers that I mentioned a moment ago, and then to really learn more about advocacy and how to talk to your legislators. So legislators are elected to serve us, and their job is to find out what our concerns are and to do their best to represent us at the Capitol. And the constituents, the people at this event, are their most valuable resource because we can help them identify specific challenges that they should be working to address. Um, So whether or not someone has spoken to your legislator before or not, they're really happy to meet with you. I mean, it's like one of their primary roles to do. And meeting with a lawmaker is a great way to start building a relationship with them. So the next time that you would get in touch with them, they won't be this anonymous voice. Um, You've already met them. And the programming on the 15th um, is really specifically designed to teach people about how you influence lawmakers and what drives them and how to uh, make change. And as I said a moment ago, it can only be three or four people that can really sway um, a legislator's mind. Hmm. Interesting. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Lynn Varco this morning, and we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're talking about Catholics at the Capitol, a Minnesota event that's happening on April 15th. We have more questions for Lynn. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more Real Presence Live right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're having a great conversation with Lynn Varco from uh, the Minnesota's Catholic Conference. Thank you for joining us. And we're talking about Catholics at the Capitol. Uh, It's third year about Catholics descending upon the state capital in Minnesota, St. Paul. So, Lynn, folks, especially if fellow Minnesotans are listening to this, what would be sort of your, your pitch? Like, why, why is this something? It's a th- the 15th of April is a Thursday, if I'm recalling correctly. Mm-hmm. So That's correct. Wh- That's why, why should Catholics take a day, maybe even take a day out of their, their work to, um, to participate, or two days, really, to participate in this event? Two reasons. First, I can say uh, people can go to our website to register, catholicsatthecapital.org, and and one reason is we now have a 50% discount. If you enter the promo code Bring a Friend, you can get 50% off uh, on the uh, registration fee. So that's one big reason to attend. But another one, in all seriousness, is this is a unique opportunity for Catholics to come together as a unique faith community and uh, rally around the principles of Catholic social teaching, human dignity, and the common good, and understand how we can put those into action in the public square. I think too often Catholics and other people of faith are maybe not welcome in the public square, uh, that their religious faith is somehow seen as not having uh, value. 
And we really want to break down that myth and that barrier and let people understand that that opposite is very much true, that we as people of faith, as Christians, have so much uh, value and perspective to bring to these great public policy debates. So this is a chance to train and educate and also have solidarity with one another about how to engage our elected officials, who at the end of the day, they represent us. There's all kinds of special interests and lobbying groups at the Capitol, and that's fantastic. That's how that process is supposed to work. But another big process is the people, and the people are represented by those that have been elected. And so this is a chance to, in some ways, um, engage with them in a meaningful way on issues of human life, dignity, and the common good. Well, and I think, I think too, even if you're uncomfortable and you don't necessarily enjoy politics, there's a certain level of responsibility right. that we have. That's right. Catholics are all called, um, our faithful, citizen, faithful citizenship calls us to engage in this process. And again, we want to help people give them the tools uh, to address these questions, a moral framework under which to understand how we uphold human life and dignity. And that doesn't necessarily mean having specific answers for every single policy question that there is, because there can be prudential judgments on some of those. And Catholics do disagree on some issues. But what we can agree on is that we need to engage our policymakers um, and that we can be united by our shared commitment to the foundational principles of Catholic social teaching, principles such as preferential option for the poor and vulnerable, sanctity of human life, the inviolable dignity of the human person, and the responsibility of parents to be the primary educators of their children, just to name a few. So agreeing on policy specifics is less important than upholding um, a consistent ethic of life and conveying that to our elected officials. Well, and we talked a little bit, or went into the beginning of the day on Thursday, the 15th, and talked about how we're going to have mass, and then there's going to be a few speakers. And then what's happening in the afternoon? Right. So the our first speaker, Archbishop Gomez uh, of Los Angeles, will be speaking about 1030. Then we'll have uh, Obianaju Ikocha speaking at about 115. And then we're going to have a transition uh, to the Capitol grounds. Unfortunately, we're not able to go into the Capitol so on the Capitol grounds, we're going to gather and have benediction, um, prayers, and a very short program. And then the following day, on April 16th, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to do virtual visits in the afternoon. And as long as you register for the event, based on the district that you're from, you'll be assigned um, someone to help lead that process, and you'll be given, you'll be emailed the specific Zoom links to participate in those meetings. So we're trying to kind of put together in this unusual year uh, those two pieces. And I just want to reassure people, too, that if you do attend in person, that all of our COVID restrictions um, will be in place. There'll be social distancing. Um, and uh, people, I want people to be able to feel safe that if they attend in person, that it will be an environment in which they, uh, their health will be uh, considered uh, paramount. Um, and you can register at, for the event at catholicsatthecapital.org. And if you enter the promo code Bring a Friend, you get 50% off uh, the cost of registration, which is a pretty nifty deal. And we've extended registration, too, by the way, until April 8th. 
So is the uh, the, the event of the 15th, is that something um, that's available both in person and virtually or just in person? That's correct. You can attend the event both in person and virtually, and when you register, uh, you'll be given that choice. Um, and we extended the registration. We're getting a really good response. And we just know this year the way people are scheduling things and the way they're uh, looking at whether to attend things or not uh, might be different. And so we want to make sure people have enough time uh, to consider both options. But we're getting a fantastic response and uh, looking forward to having um, a really uh, wonderful event. Uh, being in person is always, to me, advantageous. And yet, uh, just thinking about the size of Minnesota and how far St. Paul is from, um, especially the northern parts of the state, uh, this would be a great way for folks maybe who wouldn't otherwise be able to travel to St. Paul because of the distance. Mm-hmm. But they can, they can still participate the, in the event virtually then. Right. That is correct. Yeah, we're actually trying to see the silver lining here make some uh, lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> exactly. So the... The virtual option allows exactly for what you described, to have the largest possible audience um, join us. And we're going to have a really wonderful program that will be designed for people who are uh, joining us virtually. It will be the same broad program, but we'll have some hosts that will be helping to walk them through that day. And then just transportation-wise, too, if you're going to be in person, we have transportation hubs uh, in uh, the Diocese of Duluth. New Ulm, St. Cloud, and Winona, Rochester. And you can learn more about specific transportation op- options at Catholics at the Capitol forward slash transportation. Nice. Well, and Real Presence Live will be broadcast from Catholics at the Capitol that morning. Yeah. So we're pretty excited about that. Mark Hallcraft, our executive director, and I will be hosting that morning. Great. So we'll have some great interviews and get to participate. So we're really excited about that. Lynn, any, any other thoughts, anything that you want our listeners to know? Yeah, I would just end with that this is a unique opportunity to bring the gospel and Christ to the public square in a way that will engage public officials in meaningful ways about how to uphold the common good, dignity, and human life. These are such paramount issues today like they've never been before. And so we encourage all Catholics, whether you are a beginner at uh, thinking about these issues or someone that's been doing it for a while to join us. It will be a faith-filled day, and we welcome all to this unique event. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Thank you, Lynn, Lynn, for joining us today. Thank you. God bless. You too. Bye-bye. So, very interesting. Have you ever spoken to a legislator? Uh, Yeah. You have? How was it? Uh, Was it scary? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. I mean, they're just people. So I think we do have, I think especially at the state level, Mm -hmm. so whether you're in, well, whatever state in our listening area, Minnesota, the Dakotas, Wyoming, Wisconsin, um, I I think especially at the state level, I I get at the national level where we might be, there might be a little, another level of intimidation, even there, they're still just people. But especially at the state level, as Lynn said, I think they, I think they want to hear from my experience, they they want to hear from their constituents. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're respectful, um, I don't think there's anything like they're they're not going to be. I've sent the letters and gotten responses, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, well, Lynn spoke to this too, and, and, and you did as well. As Catholics, we're called to be faithful citizens. We're called to be engaged 
in our political process. Certainly that includes by voting, but voting, that's sort of just the bare minimum. Right. Um, and, and how we do that, that, that can vary. I mean, that's not, I'm not saying that we're all supposed to be, in our case, South Dakota, go to peer and, and lobby. Um, <laughs> that's what Chris Motes is that's, for. <laughs> that's, that's what the, the, the Catholic conferences are for. But for us to be aware of the issues of the day, especially locally. Um, yeah. Even, even city, community, town, to know mm. what's going on. I think sometimes we, um, and this has been me, like national, and they're important as well, certainly national political issues. Um, but, but, the famous saying, all politics is local. Uh, I think it's important for us, just as important for us, to be a bit aware of what's going on in our city council meetings and in our state legislatures as well. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm excited to go and see um, Catholics at the Capitol. I've heard about it for a couple of years now. Um, and just to be a witness to it, even though I can't really talk to their legislators because I'm South Dakotan, but... Well, uh, uh, did you see you that? You know, if there's this uh, this bill, <laughs> the petition, whatever it is, Her some Minnesotans bill. want to join South Dakota. I know. Um, which it's so folks. Crazy. There's this somebody it's in Minnesota real. seriously. Uh, is, Jeremy is, Munson is making a move to bas- basically the vast majority of Minnesota would would join South Dakota. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it's uh, I don't know H F House something H F. HF. Okay. Bill 2423. Okay. 2423. Yep. Allows uh, Minnesota counties to leave and join South Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, and then Christy Nomar, governor here in South Dakota, is like, come aboard. We're, we welcome anyone. And I was like, yeah, oh I, my gosh. I'm not can, so sure about that. I don't think we can just redraw state lines, <laughs> though. I don't think. <laughs> Uh, we we asked Lynn during the commercial break if he thought it had any legs. He just laughed. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I'm going to say no. Yep. yep. So, you know, at Holy Week, of course, uh, politicians, they were all over Holy Week, you know. Oh, yeah. Pilot. G- <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I was looking at me like, what? Politicians Are you doing a dad the, joke? In the, in the, no. Pontius oh. Pilot was a politician. Right. Uh, it was not, all he's, political. He's not the ideal norm, though, for a politician. No. Uh, we want our, our elected leaders to stand up for what's right and for what's true. Instead and of just saying, ah, do what you want. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, we, we as Catholics have a responsibility to help them in that way, through our <laughs> prayers. And, well, you don't like it when I give you the blank stare, do you? Like, what does that mean, Heather? <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, let's take another break. When we come back, we're going to head over to Rapid City and talk with Kelly Wortman and talk about a new program they have going on there. So stick with us. More Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 